Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hey, hey, Angie here on your podcast dial as we explore today's reading in Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 48. These verses in Acts are some of the most critical verses ever written about Jesus and the church. At the time Acts 10 was written, the church had existed for less than 10 years, and during all that time, it only consisted of Jewish believers. The Jews had relaxed some requirements, like they no longer offered sacrifices because they understood that Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. But in spite of the fact that they didn't follow some of the law anymore, the early church believers were still very much virtuous Jews. From their birth, good Jewish boys and girls were taught that the Gentiles were unclean. Jews referred to non-Jews as Gentile dogs. And no, this was not an affectionate term. It was an insult. They wouldn't even sit down to eat with Gentiles or spend the night in their home. That's kind of like the Washington versus Washington State rivalry or Oregon versus Oregon State, those dirty dogs, or ducks and beavers. If Jews had to buy something from a Gentile merchant, a good Jew would wash that item before using it. Some Jews actually had pools in their homes called a mikvah that was used to regain purity after an event or when items were considered unclean and that were had been purchased. The Jews would accept Gentiles only on one condition. They had to convert to Judaism, which meant that the men had to undergo circumcision. But God's plan was so much bigger. He was about to bring a majorly disruptive change to the early church by connecting two very different men. He chose a Gentile named Cornelius, a man who was a righteous and God-fearing man, respected by all the Jewish people. And God chose one of the most stubborn, hard-headed, uncompromising men in the entire early church to carry out his plan. Peter. Peter, who is famous for telling the Lord no, right? At Cornelius's house, Peter, accompanied by six Jewish brothers, preached about Jesus to the entire household, how Jesus had lived and died and rose from the dead, and what God had done in the church since Pentecost. And while Peter was still preaching, before the audience is said to have believed, repented, or confessed Jesus, God interceded, pouring out his Holy Spirit on the entire audience. Cornelius and his Gentile household began speaking in tongues and praising God. Nothing like that had happened since Pentecost. Peter then asked this question in Acts ten forty seven: Can anyone withhold water and prevent these people from being baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. Why would Peter ask that question? Who would want to keep these people from being baptized when they were clearly filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, Acts 10 45 tells us the circumcised believers with Peter were stunned that the Holy Spirit had been poured out on those Gentile dogs. Why? because there was one minor detail that hadn't been dealt with yet. The Gentiles were not circumcised Jews. Note, 
If Peter touched even one Gentile accidentally on the street, he would have to go home and wash himself. What if that attitude had carried over into the church? How would it have hindered the spread of the gospel? Large areas of the world would have been written off as being beyond the grace of God. All Gentiles would be without Christ. What a wonderful moment in church history when Peter shared Jesus with Cornelius and the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the Gentiles. God's plan for Jesus Christ as Savior of the world for all peoples and all nations was underway. This is significant for Peter and for us. All his life, Peter held Gentiles in low regard. They were simply put beneath him. He believed the gospel was restricted to the Jews. Peter suddenly understood that everyone who believes in Jesus receives forgiveness of sin through his name. God accepts men and women from all nations. No longer did one's heritage or ethnicity determine accessibility to God. Until that moment, Peter had been convinced that only his people had access. Like Peter, we must understand our own position in Christ. Once we accept that our salvation is an unmerited gift, one we did nothing to qualify for, it is impossible to hold others to a different standard. Remember the impartiality of the gospel mentioned in verse 34? Peter learned, much to his amazement, that the gospel was offered equally to everyone. That means those like you and those not like you. In this light, we should extend God's love to everyone just as he extended it to us. Again, salvation through Christ is for everyone, even for those who don't resemble us. Their sin looks different. Their skin tone looks different. Their accent is different. Their social class is different. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can and should put aside partiality that binds us all, and we should love all people as Jesus does. Here is the good news shared by Peter to the Gentiles and to us. Jesus came for all. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.